1: make your second half of life even better than the first. As we get older, it's important to find ways to embrace aging with grace, dignity, and positivity. And yes, a little humor too. In today's episode, Barbara Pascoff and Carol Pack, two longtime friends and former award-winning journalists, offer a host of observations from the the latest of their Over 60 Shades of Grace series, The Book of Bliss. The duo explains their latest venture, a collection of bliss Offering practical tips about appearance, relationships, entertainment, health, and a, a lot more. But noting that as they entered the second half of life, they realized that time seems to really fly fast. So getting to the point is more important than ever. We don't want to have to read things, read everything that goes.
0: Excuse
1: me. <laughs> We don't have to read everything that goes around to support aging. Just give us a list of what to do as the book of lists was born. In their litany of lists, Barbara and Carol do not shy away from serious subjects. Sometimes they may offer up answers to questions you never knew you had. So now let's meet our guests, Barbara Pascoff and Carol Pack. Barbara and Carol, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Ron. How are you?
1: Good. Sorry for my voice. All of a sudden, it's uh, just a quick swallow and we'll get going. So, um, wow. Well, it's a pleasure to have you guys. See you guys again. I've seen you a couple of times, give presentations. Lovely to have you here today. And um, first, let's start off with um, how did you guys be, come to do this book together or your series of books together?
3: Well, this is mostly your story, Barbara. Well,
2: to begin, you want a long story or a short story?
1: A shorter story.
2: Okay. My daughter was 16 years old. I was 44. Teenage years. So here we are, teenage years. She comes home from school. I smell her breath for liquor, for alcohol. She says, give me a life. I said, better I should get one for myself. So I went back to school, New York Institute of Technology, and majoring, I don't know what I was majoring in at the time, to tell you the truth, but I knew I wanted to be a documentarian, and one day after giving a, um, I presented a video on alternative cancer therapies, the executive producer said, would you like to be a reporter? I go, I'm 44 years old, what the hell do I know about reporting? He said, come on in. This was 1988. I walk into the newsroom, and there I see Carol. Hmm. And from that day on, Carol was my professor.
0: Hmm.
3: This was a working newsroom at a college. So um, we had students who went out and covered the news Hmm. and came back. But we put on a newscast every night that was seen across Long Island on several different Hmm. cable stations. So Barbara came in and I was one of the four people overseeing the newsroom. And she was, she was our fresh meat. And uh, we learned what she could do, but more than that, her and I being closer in age than I was with most of the other students, we developed a friendship. And uh, it grew from there until it might've been maybe 20 years later
1: That we actually decided to write a book together. Mm. Now, you, but you, you, and you guys wrote um, about a lot of different things and produced a lot of different topics, but not about aging initially. So, how did that idea come in?
2: We we did, well, our first book was definitely about aging.
1: Right, right. But I mean, before the first series of books.
2: Carol and I didn't write together. Carol is mm. a very prolific writer who was writing young adults. Why don't you tell uh, you about you? Yeah
3: I write uh, novels. I love novels. I love escapism because I worked in news mm. and news is very factual and <clears> you have to get everything right and novels are the opposite. You, you know you're making stuff up as you go along and I thought, you know this is a pleasant a pleasant change. So after I would work in news all day, I'd go home and I would work on fiction. So I have been working on several novels. I have a young adult series, The Library of, Illumina- of Illumination. I have um uh, ghost stories, Evangeline's Ghost. But the first time I worked on nonfiction was when Barbara and I and another friend were out to dinner one night and talking about aging Mm -hmm. and talking about some of the funnier stuff about aging, but also some of the frightening stuff about it. And I Mm -hmm. said, we should write a book. Who wants Mm -hmm. to write a book? And Barbara raised a hand like instantly. And I said, I will only write a book if it has to do with aging. Mm -hmm. And I don't
2: remember how old I was at the time, but I do remember even in my fifties, when you would go into a salon or an office when they had magazines and not your iPhone. They never had anything of interest for people over 50. Mm-hmm. And I started feeling invisible, dis, you know, disrespected at 50. So I said to Carol, I only want to write on aging. And and, and that was that was the day, yeah. And mm-hmm. my life changed. Because right. I had written two unpublished books prior. And the second book I wrote, Carol would come over from work. I mean, I was a broadcast journalist, but then I left and was working elsewhere. And I said, you know, I'm going to write a second book and Carol would come over once a week. And it was fabulous. I'd make dinner and she would edit what I was writing. So that was nice.
1: Right. Right. So here we have the 45 forward life in, 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 uh, in in real time here so that's great that's um yeah so um so with the, but it's not so easy i mean and there there are you know I, I do um you know recall having uh you know these moments you know as as i approach 50 a little beyond of right the 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 mirror experience right? looking in the mirror and going wait wait a minute who, who is that person um what the hell happened Right, right. <laughs> I just
3: had that experience looking at myself on my cell phone when I originally dialed in to this this uh, call because my cell phone has a lot more pixels in it than ah. we're looking at right now. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm my grandmother. <laughs> so, yes, when yeah. you look in the mirror and you, or the phone and you see something you don't expect. Mm -hmm. What about when you're walking, you know, you're shopping or you're just
2: walking on a street and you pass a mirror and you say, well, I'm slouching and I'm bent over. And all of a sudden you pick yourself up, you change Mm -hmm. your physical, you know, your posture. And you, well, what were you saying about you aging?
1: (laughs) Right. Right. And then there were those moments too, where you do, you know, you're walking by uh a, a younger person, you know, and then all of a sudden uh, they'll step out and they'll open the door for you, and like, uh, do I do I look that in you know, <laughs> unstable here? Um, what was the
2: last person that opened the door in today?
1: Well, or 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 just we're, we're, we're deferential in terms of just sort of like, okay, uh, can I help you with this? You know, it's uh, which is fine. It's that that kind of courtesy is fine, but it, it's a little jarring at first. Yes,
2: it is. And
1: and I think you know actually. Um, it's a, it was jarring for me as a man, but I think, you know, as we talk about aging, ageism, which is a, you know, big topic, you know, <clears throat> as you get older, it does seem that it affects uh, women more than men in terms of the, you know, the yeah. expectations or the or the judgments about it. So talk about sort of this from a gender perspective. Have you guys felt that it it, it, it is more of an issue for women than men? No doubt.
2: Absolutely no doubt. It's... Uh... Men have always aged more gracefully. There's less that they have to do as far as plastic surgery and keeping up with the Joneses as far as their physical appearance is concerned. I believe women are judged by their appearance, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. Mm -hmm. They don't even, many people don't even bother to look beyond the surface. And it's very difficult for a woman. Thin is in, thin is always in. They're a terrible, um, psychological issues with body image for a woman. I don't think men, most men need to carry that burden and don't carry that burden. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like everything, <clears throat> um, yeah, women, it's it's very sad. It really, really is. I mean, it pisses me off. <laughs> right.
1: Well, just in a more general sense for both men and women, uh, I noticed in, the, in, the, in your book uh, early on, you talk about um, 15 steps you can take to prevent ageism. So what are some of the things you guys uh, dis- discovered yourselves in terms of how you can prevent ageism?
3: Well, one of the big things is if you act old, people will perceive you that way. So you should never allow mm-hmm. people to do stuff for you that you can do yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is just showing that you're viable, that you're, you're still with it. You should be up on current events because you should be able to discuss them. The more you stay engaged in the current world and you don't play the age card and say, oh, you know, I'm too tired or, oh, my knees hurt. You, you have to show people that, you know, you're still active. You're still engaged. You're still with it. And they will treat you that way. So, hopefully. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully. So, that's one of the things that you really need to do. And um, you can't mourn the things that you've lost. You've got to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, can I add something to this?
1: Absolutely.
2: I think it's very important and it's not easily attainable if you don't have the wherewithal to do it. But I think that if you present yourself with self-respect and a certain amount of dignity, I shouldn't say a certain amount of dignity, dignity, I think people will respond in kind. Mm -hmm. That doesn't say it depends upon who the person in front of you is, whether or not they're going to say anything or be unkind, but you don't have to accept it. If somebody says something to you you don't like it you go no 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 no. You are not talking to me this
3: way. If right. you do talk to this. That's it. Um you have to point it out to people if you think they are being ageist towards you. Mm-hmm. You have to show them that you know what they're doing. Well, they, don't have, they may not think it's wrong, but it's unkind. Mm-hmm. It's unkind. And it's gonna come back to haunt them when they are your age. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing is, Ron, everybody has a past. We all have a past.
0: Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. could
2: have been, I walk walk into a restroom, I see a gorgeous girl there. I'm jealous. I said, oh my God, I remember when, Mm -hmm. but it's her turn. But she does not know that I might've been junior prom queen in college. I might've been the captain of my basketball team. I was 10,000 different things, just saying, not saying that this is true, no. but we all have a past. We do. And that's not recognized because you are judged as an older person, as, as what they see. Mm-hmm. But I think us older people also air fuel to the fire. By that I mean, we also use negatives about ourselves. Right. We For say, reasons. oh, I'm such an <clears throat> old broad and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And nobody can identify you as to who you are, but you.
1: Right. I think that, you know, we are um, progressing as a society, but in some cases, just because we have to. For one thing, we're all getting older. We're living longer. And so the population shift is, is toward older people. And um, I think even million, for me, by the
2: way, I don't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No. I do that. Well, do that well. <laughs> there are 60 million older people, right. more than, more than right. according to Pew.
1: Right. Well, I think it's important too, that even dealing with the, the language, um, you know, I know people I've been talking with people about what do we do with this word senior? Because to oh. me, it's like, you know, what, yeah, senior is like, you know what, that that's, you're a senior if you're graduating from high school or college, <laughs> you know, that's a senior in your class. But as you get older, I don't even know what that word means because um I just did an article about um, one of my aunts, um uh, my Tia Dory, um, who is uh just turned 101. <gasps> and she is as vital as ever. I mean, I'm sure she's not physically active. as She was, but she's pretty active and she You know, she she paints every day, you know, she um, she's on the computer every day. She's texting and emailing her grandchildren, great grandchildren. And so um, I think we're sort of settling right now on just like old, not old, old, older people. That's it.
3: Older adults is what we should refer to everyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Younger and older adults. Yeah.
3: Go call up the government and
1: go tell them that we've, just, we've <laughs> right. rephrased,
2: yeah, the it's, great it's, panthers, it's, senior citizens, all of that,
1: right? Water. Right, right. So, I think that, um, as you mentioned, and I think that I think it is important to recognize too that as we make this transition, that we're still going to take a while, and there's still a lot of you know, it seems like uh, age segregation and um, uh, uh, senior, uh, you know. Derogatory remarks about seniors. are still kind of the last bastion of uh, acceptability, right? Of discrimination. So I think you know people just need to, as you pointed out, to you know firmly but firmly but affirmatively say no. Hey, that's come on, not what we're about. Voice you know, America, Pro- and, and and you will see soon enough. Um, and and there are plenty of plenty of good things ab- about as, as we'll get to a lot of things in your book, but they're actually, there are pluses and minuses to aging. There, we can't just ignore, you know, the fact that you're not physically as robust as you were when you were younger, but in many cases, you're mentally more robust. You're more experienced, right? You know, a lot yeah. more. You much
3: know? more wisdom that you've picked up over the years, much more experience um, that younger people, they don't know it. They can't read your mind. They can't see into your soul. But you, as you grow older, you just have this wealth of information that has made up your life that you can draw from. And um I think we should all Our shows embrace enough. that. Absolutely. And, you know, just use it the best they can.
1: Right, right. Even when you, you know, you talk about, oh, you you can't remember some things. And, and I always, you know, consider that like, that's just a basically an overstuffed cabinet up there. <laughs> you know, I have so much, so many things that I'm on my mind now that I never had when I was, you know, 10 or, or 20. So I, I don't get freaked out if I need to recall something. I, I just turn and ask my wife and we work it out together. Um, but I think that um, you know, uh, and, and we'll we'll talk about this more after the break because uh, we're get, we need to take a quick break right now. Uh, but it's a short break, so folks, when we come back, we'll be talking much more with Barbara Paskov and Carol Pack, the co-authors of the Over Sixty Shades of Gray series. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. channel
3: the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com
0: you're listening to 45 forward to reach ron roel or his guest on the program please send an email to ron.roel at gmail.com that's ron.roel at gmail.com now back to 45 Forward.
1: Welcome back folks. We're talking with Barbara Pascoff and Carol Pack, the co-authors of a very funny new book called Over 60 Shades of Gray, Book of Lists, the fourth of their Over 60 Shades of Gray series. So first of all, uh before we could uh go on, uh just tell us, where can I get your book?
2: Well, let me show you a picture. We okay. see this. Mm-hmm. We are on Amazon. We are on
3: uh, Barnes and Nobles. Mm-hmm. We are on I what Apple Books, Apple Book. um, Cobo, Smashwords, whatever um, online retailers are available. They have our books.
1: Right, right. And and so this is the fourth in your series, uh, the Book of Lists. So tell me a little bit about that. About your your take on why you decided to do a Book of Lists.
3: Well, I have very little patience as I get older. I'm now in my seventies. And I find that when I want to look something up and I'm reading all of this stuff that's coming out of the author's head, I'm thinking, no, no, where's the meat? Get to the bottom line. I need to see the answers now. And when I was thinking that I thought, we should just do like bullet points. We should have a book of bullet points that just get to what we really want to know. So I proposed the idea to Barbara and she said, oh, I agree. And we came up with a book of lists Mm -hmm. and uh, started uh, brainstorming on different types of sections and different things we could cover. And then we sort of just... It took off.
2: I thought of things, but you know, what's interesting what Carol said is, as I was always impatient, as I'm older, I'm more impatient, but at my age, I have to get through the article, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to the end, because it's mm. that, da, 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 da. and by the fourth paragraph, if you're lucky, you have what you were looking for, now what I've learned to do is as I'm reading something online, let's just say, I'll go automatically to the fourth paragraph. And willy-nilly, I do find it.
1: Wow. Interesting. So, yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. In it's have learned a of
2: lot writing these lists, I have to tell you, with the yeah. subject.
1: Well, these listicles are very popular, whether they're articles or they're books. So, Listable. I think this... this yeah, this, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about some of the the categories in the books you talk about. So, the first is... is I, one of them I want to talk about is is attitude, which I think, you know, does play a large part as you age and age well or not. Um, so talk a little bit about attitude, about, you know, because you you mentioned a lot about what I call resilience and ability, you know, to accept life or what I call radical acceptance, uh, but also then, you know, being able to rebound from loss, you know, which, which is a natural part of life, right?
2: Yep. Especially... <laughs> especially. You turn around. Well, when you say what's your attitude in just how we feel about aging?
1: How we approach aging, how we approach life. You know, I mean, there's been a lot of talk, right, about positive attitudes. But in general, it's it's positivity. Plus, it's a little bit of attitude, right? Well, let when me tell
2: you, it's not all not. positive. Well, this is the way I feel. Yeah. First of all, when people say, How are you? How's aging? And I say, I can't believe I'm 70, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's better than the alternative. If you're asking me how I feel, I am telling you how I feel. Don't dismiss it by saying, well, it's better than the alternative. You're asking me how I feel. I think what that does, when you judge it or dismiss it, you are preventing somebody from sharing their truth. And that I find very aggravating. having mm-hmm. said okay. that, <laughs> you need a strong you need a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. Who was it? <laughs> Bet Davis? that said it takes Benny a lot of this, they, It takes a lot of courage. It does. Right. I mean, I cannot believe I am my age, but what I have learned to do as far as dealing with it, is I have written down an acceptance uh, sheet. mm hmm you know, what I'm, what I'm grateful for. And mm-hmm. I try, and then on the next side there's, Carol, you see it right up there, it says acceptance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that word acceptance means a lot. It has a lot of components. But if you're grateful for what you have and not what for what you don't have, right? I think that's step one.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Carol, what that's about the, you? What about what? what, I, uh, what are some of your thoughts?
3: I believe that it's easier to accept a lot of the things that are happening as we get older, if we look at it with a little bit of humor.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It was Mary Poppins, who said a spoonful of sugar right. helps the medicine. Right. Well, it's 100% correct. You have to look for the positive or the humor in everything that's happening. Everything has a positive. You know, and you have to look for that sometimes, but it it will make you feel better. Yes, we're getting old, but we're wiser. Yes, we're getting old, but we're still here and we're experiencing what's going on in the world today. Yes, you know, maybe my knees are weaker than they used to be. But that's okay because I'm still able to walk. There are people who may not be able to. You always have to look for the positive in what is going on in your own life. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you could do it with a little bit of humor. A lot. (laughs) It makes it a little bit easier to take. And we do it with a lot of humor. We do it
2: with a lot of humor. But a
3: lot of our humor is cartoons. Um oh, we please. do you have, and I are very funny. Carol. We do have our sides, <laughs> but we do like cartoons, we like um positive yet funny sayings, we mm-hmm. like uh quotes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. We like all that stuff. Yeah. That's why we like writing together because when we're looking at the cartoons or the quotes, we're laughing about it. A lot.
0: It's yeah, just
2: it's- a joy to write with her. I mean Funny, funny, and wonderful, and she's very smart. Carol mm. is very smart. Her grandma is impeccable.
3: Oh, <laughs> but it, um, Oh, I forgot what I was just going to say. Now, Keep what is, going. What does that sound like? What does that feel
1: yeah, like? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know what? Uh, one of the things that I think uh, is important, too, is a sense of perspective. I mean, oh. so we always talk about, you know, um, well, the positive things about aging and things that are not so great. What I've thought about is, like, maybe it would be helpful, you know, to sit down and, you know, say, uh, okay, well, what were some of the things early in my life that weren't so great? Yeah. Because, you know, you, you tend to forget that. And then you'd say, well, oh, God, that that was terrible. You know, there was this book I read a while ago uh, called The Good Old Days. They were terrible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, and I think That's that, you know, we, we you know, we, we uh, I think, especially, <laughs> you know, with our kids, yeah uh, we have what I call benevolent amnesia, <laughs> which is, we, we sort of, in order to move forward and, and appreciate life, we sort of forget about, you know, let go of the things that weren't so great. But,
3: the teenage uh, angst and the acne, yeah. and I never had acne. Well, neither did I. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. have some wonderful
2: sayings, I have to say
1: well great and, I and love uh, them.
2: we're gonna steal them
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, you know uh, uh, a film writer uh documentary that uh, um producer that i worked with once you know just turned me once and he said you know what if something's good steal it <laughs> you know so i think that's that's uh and i think that's true of a lot of things but or, or repurpose it but but certainly you know i think that um you know to to uh, be aware that, you know, the earlier part of life wasn't that great being, you know, as as we know, um, pe- two, two things. One is that um, when people look at depression and anxiety and stress, mm-hmm. the, the highest incidence of these, uh, you know, of this sort of stuff is uh, when you're in your late 60s, uh, early 70s, and even higher, your early 20s. So being in your 20s and 30s ain't so great. And that we find that, you know, as we get through middle life and the stress level goes down, conversely, we look at when, when are people happiest? And it turns out, right, it, it's sort of when you're older, you know, that as you get into your 70s, 80s, people say, like, this is the happiest part of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Because they
3: don't have to get up in the morning to an alarm clock because they get senior discounts. There are a lot of good things about getting older. Um, and when you are faced with it, you know, you, you don't react to things as wildly or uh, um, as you used aggressively, to when you were.
2: As a, uh, Aggressively as you used to when you were younger. And plus the fact, hopefully by the time you get to our age, a lot of the issues you have had have sort of been ironed out,
0: mm-hmm. so that
2: angst is more or less not gone. It can rear its ugly little head every so often, that's true. but mm-hmm. it's different,
1: right? But one mm-hmm. of the yeah, did you want to add something, Carol, or, I, or... No,
3: that's okay. Keep going.
1: Good. So, <laughs> so one of the things we we do have to really pay attention to 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 make sure that these years are you know. Golden years, however, you want to characterize them, is our, is our health and, and fitness. So that's something we really need to pay attention to. So, but again, you guys do it through a listical approach of like, all right, <laughs> let me give you a list of what you need to do. So, w- what are some of those things we need to pay attention to in a quick sort of, you know, bullet point f- form?
2: I think a couple of things. I think you need to listen to your body.
0: Mm-hmm
2: if you are feeling a certain way for a couple of days i think you should check it out too many people denial is a huge word Mm -hmm. that can have many consequences if you're not feeling well if you have certain symptoms do not go to online do not look it up your first line of defense is your doctor that's number one so what was the other question
1: What about some of the bullet points about about being fit? What are the things that you guys do to to stay fit?
2: Well, you have to stay engaged. As Carol said, you have to read. You have to perhaps volunteer and make yourself feel good for yourself. But as you make other people feel good, that is a payback because you're feeling good. Play Mm -hmm. tennis, play tennis, compete ballroom dancing. Um, stay physically active, right? Like Carol does noon
3: and night. It uh, will be morning, but you, you get up a little later, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, Barbara likes to go out and, and do activities. She goes, I'm a very physical person to mm-hmm. play tennis. Yeah, and I'd rather just jump on the treadmill that's in the corner of the bedroom and not have to go out to seek my way of staying fit. So different people can can do it in different ways. Sure.
1: Yeah. I think there's, that's there's the
2: key. No, yeah. There's no cookie cutter for anything. You know, when you read these articles, um, what to do, what to do, what to do. Right. You know, right. it's like, well, I really know what to do. It's doing it. That's right.
1: it. Yeah. And I think it's being sort of um, focused on doing it intermittently. You know, you don't have to. So uh, like, like Carol, I do a lot of writing, but it's, Constantly figuring out ways to get up from my desk and to, you know, do something else. And, you know, well, that's
2: important, Ron. I mean, you're a writer also. I mean, yeah. you're there. It's not healthy to con- to continually sit in one place. Right. It yeah. really is. You get up, walk around like you're on an airplane. You have to get up and walk around.
1: Yeah. And it can be really tough on you if you don't do it. I, I know I just saw talking about you talk about cartoons. I just saw our car- cartoon in the recent New Yorker. Um where, you know, is a guy in in a torture chamber and he's got the person he's torturing and he's showing him all his, you know, inventive equipment to do torture and then he he points to this all it is is a slab with a you know a a computer in front sort of a computer in front of him and, and he says to the guy, he says, Hey don't 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 kid yourself. You sit in front of this thing for seven hours and you'll see what it does to your back. You know, so it's uh it's it's true it really really can do a lot of damage and i think that you'll be happy to know barbara that when i I was talking with um a longevity expert a few weeks ago and he was talking about you know the importance of exercise and he he said well actually the best exercise you can do if you if you're willing to do it is dance you Mm -hmm. know because that involves all sorts of, you know, three dimensional movement and activity and social activation and so forth. So it really, it, 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 you know, checks a lot of boxes, so to speak.
2: Well, let me add to that. It helps your memory because you have to remember the dance steps. So you're talking about choreography. Your mind is constantly going. Mm-hmm. And you just, for me, when I started ballroom dancing, I would go in, not feeling so aye, I, 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 you know, it's not a happy day every day. I mm-hmm. would leave it I left feeling happy all the time. So it's a great stress reducer, it's a great memory block builder, it is just all around, healthy, good, and fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Very nice, I agree, I agree okay. my wife you and I,
2: did you dance?
1: Not competitive dancing, but you know well, that's
2: all
1: right i my wife and I enjoy dancing, we go out and we just um swing around and people that's look at us great. and go well that's that's a very interesting modified pea buddy, and we're like, I don't know what that means, but <laughs> we're having fun, um dancing. and you know you wow. really feel it, you really feel it, and it it's a terrific thing to do um mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, exercise, exercise, exercise in any way you can, you know, and, and certainly there are things I do now that I didn't do before, you know, where I say to people, uh, you, you'd worry about when you go to places and you, you're a meeting and you, you're you parking and you're trying to get as close as you can right to the entrance <laughs> of the building. Now it's like, I don't care. I'll park far away. That's, you know, 50 more steps I get in, you know, so.
2: That's exactly correct. That's yes. it. Yeah, like don't
1: take the elevator, go up. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Great. So folks, we're going to take another short break. But uh, when we come back, we we have a lot more to talk about in our last segment with Barbara Paskoff and Carol Pack, the co-authors of Over 60 Shades of Grey, their series, uh, their latest one, The Book of Lists. So don't go anywhere. We have a lot more to talk about.
4: Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste Radio program. parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics.
1: Stimulating talk. Gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast.
2: All the time. The number one internet talk
3: station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You're listening to 45 forward to reach Ron Roel or his guest on the program. Please send an email to ron.roel at gmail.com. That's ron.roel at gmail.com. Now back to 45 forward.
1: Welcome back, folks. Uh, Once again, I'm talking with Barbara Pascoff and Carol Pack, the co-authors of the Over 60 Shades of Grey series. before the break we were talking about exercise and the importance of it i just wanted to shift during the segment to talk a little bit about relationships because of course this is one of the issues as we get older that changes also and i think that sometimes one of the issue is we don't recognize it you know that change is part of life and we're like we think about ourselves years earlier like yeah but we're not that person anymore we're all changing so how do you guys approach, you know, natural change in life, especially as it as it affects relationships?
2: I think the relationship, I don't think there's a set plan. I think it's how the person you have had a relationship with before is now responding to you and you're responding back to them, how you want them to be in your life, what part of your life, or like garbage. You want to take them to the curb and let them... Sanitation people take them away, which I have found most often is what I do. Um, sometimes an individual grows and the mm-hmm. people that they are around don't. Or they're tied up in a lot of the petty minutia things and the high school stuff. I don't want to do that. So I have to find out the red flags in the relationship because there are many red flags, do I want to start a new friendship? Well, the answer very honestly is no, unless that person, I'm not saying I'm a wonderful person. Well, I am, but I'm not saying (laughs) anything like that. It's just that I'm more picky now. Mm -hmm. Because if I go out and since COVID, I must tell you the truth, I could stay home every day. It's become exhausting just Mm -hmm. to do certain things. So I had to push myself, but relationships for me now, If they're like, Carol, I have very few friends. You know how people say you have, oh, I have so many friends. I don't. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of acquaintances that if I never see again would be fine. (laughs) But I have about five very, very close friends. Mm -hmm. And that's my life
1: Mm -hmm.
3: as far as relationships are concerned.
1: Yeah. Carol, what about you?
3: Um, More of a stay-at-home person than Barbara is. So my circle of friends is small. I have a very good relationship with my family, but I don't see a lot of my relatives as often as I used to, although uh, I do keep in touch with them. So my relationships have changed. When you're younger, you're out there more, you're more aggressive, you're getting together more, you're, you're doing things. When you get older, it's more about
0: a, I don't want to say a
3: mental relationship. With comfort, right? Yeah. yeah you're you, comfortable. It's that you're comfortable and that you're sharing ideas. You don't necessarily get together as much, but you share more of what your life is all about. Yeah, I think the time that you spend with as you age, you want more quality time mm-hmm.
2: with the people that you always... Uh,
3: it's not all about eating and drinking no. and, and seeing a show. It's more about talking and engaging and sharing feelings and sharing life, a lot of philosophizing possibly. There
1: you, right. have it. There you go.
2: <laughs> Very neat.
1: <laughs> Very neat. Good, a good bullet point. I like that. There
2: you go. It's a listicle, as you say. <laughs> right,
1: right. right. Um, so, so what are the things you need to do if you need to change and, and um, change a relationship? I mean, is is there, I, I guess you you mentioned Barbara that you need to first look for the red flags or, or just any flags. <laughs> I
2: didn't I didn't learn that. Or the white flag. <laughs> and well, that's a surrender.
1: Right. Well,
2: <laughs> well, like that. Um, I learned about red flags in my 40s and 50s because mm. you know when you're younger you just willy nilly you go out you do right. Um, There are relationships, which we have listed in the book, what to look for. Um, A couple of red flags. No, wait, I'm already losing it. You asked what the red flags are? (laughs) I just want to make sure. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: If you meet a person that is, you just met a person, and they constantly talk about themselves, and they are very revealing, and they don't let you into the conversation, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. If you are with somebody or making plans with somebody and the thought of that somebody makes you uncomfortable, that's a red flag
1: right
2: If you see how that person responds to other people, if they're not kind, et cetera et etc, that's a red flag right I figure three is good,
1: yeah and I, And I think that these are things that are red flags when you're younger. but I think in in some ways, one of the things about getting older and more experienced is you see them quicker and you react to them quicker, that.
2: right Because people have to this day toxic relationships mm-hmm. in marriage, and it's very hard to change, and it's very uncomfortable. If you want to change a relationship, I think it's very important in a very kind way, to have a conversation with that person mm-hmm. because, There could be potential to rectify a relationship. So speak to the person. You have to be honest Mm -hmm. and see how they respond and take it from there.
1: Right, yeah.
2: But I think the most important thing is if you feel comfortable or less than when you are with somebody, be it their behavior or not, you need to leave the relationship.
1: Right, right. Um, One of the things that uh, inevitably comes up in any aspect of our age of our society is sex. Like oh. so now as we live longer, it's like, well, what's sex like after 60? What should it be? what do we do? And so forth. So what what are your bullet points on dealing with issues of sex?
3: Let me just say right at the offset, I'm a Catholic school girl. Hmm. So I didn't write any of the sex stuff <laughs> because I'm repressed. Okay. Well, I'm not. <laughs> and right.
0: I
2: can say in my age, sex is a schlip. Okay. It is a schlep, but we do have a list if you don't want to engage so as not to make your comf- uh, your partner uncomfortable or feel bad, there are certain things you can say. Let's say your partner comes home, be it male or female, and they just feel like being romantic, for lack of a better word, or a dirtier word. Anyway, so you can say, well, let's make a date for tomorrow, or... I have a headache, I have a stomachache, I have every physical thing going on and I can't. Uh, But there's a way, sex to some people, even at 60, I have a friend, I have to tell you something, she's had to try. I think it's so individual. Mm -hmm. I really, really do, it's so individual. There are no fast rules for anything, Um, seriously. I mean, sometimes I think as far as sex is concerned, sometimes all you really need to be close is hug. Mhm. That yeah. is so wonderful. It's just a hug without the anticipation of having it go any further. To make that emotional connection to me is very important.
1: Right. Right.
2: At any age.
1: At any age, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So as we move forward, um, 45 forward, 55, 65, 75 forward, um so one of the things that that is coming up more in 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 as we get older is that there are certain fears one of them i think they're as as from what i understand there are two the, the two biggest fears are um you know running out of money mm-hmm. and um and literally losing your mind you know dementia possibly dementia so mm-hmm. what are the things that sort of keep you guys up at night in terms of what, what what are the worries as we get older and and what do we do about that well how can we calm our stress about this i'll I'll start with you this time carol
3: i think one of the things that i think about often is aging in place i want to be able to age in place Mm -hmm. and whether that has to do with finances or whether that has to do with um how our home is set up i think about that a lot a lot of the lists that involve things that you should have to age in place i wrote because i worry about it all the time i mm-hmm. want to make sure that i live in a safe environment but what i don't want to do is i don't want to age outside of my home i'm very comfortable at home mm-hmm. and i want to do everything i can to stay there for as long as possible and uh So I think about things. My husband and I, we talked about wooden floors. Everybody loves wooden floors. And I said, no, we need to have carpeting. Because at our age, if we should fall, carpeting is a soft thing to land on. And we'd probably make out better in our old age if we have carpeting. And I think about this kind of stuff all the time that I don't think normal people think about. But so be it.
1: Yeah. Well, as long as it's carpeting, smart, smart. as long as it's carpeting and not throw rugs, because that's you know, the, oh, right? slippery. Yeah. Well, yes. tripping hazards. Yeah. So then you have to watch out for that. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. And and what about you, Barbara? What do you what do you worry about as you go forward? Yeah. And how do you? <laughs> okay.
2: Well, I, I have a lot less time forward than I had behind me. but yeah. it, Well, that is serious. But I also, you know. And I'm very athletic. I worry about falling.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I also worry about finances. Mm
0: -hmm. I also
2: worry about losing my head. I remember, you know, you get, like you said earlier, you have final cabinets Mm -hmm. up there and there's so much. I spoke to um, my shrink Mm -hmm. and I said to him, I said, you know, I think I'm losing my mind. I think I'm on the L already, you know, for Alzheimer's. I don't remember this or that or this or that. And he said, when you walk into the kitchen, and you're looking in for something, what did I do? What did I come here for? That's one thing. If you walk into the kitchen, turn around, look at the refrigerator and you don't know what it is, then you need to make an appointment.
3: Right.
1: So
2: I use that as my guide, right. you know? But yeah, I have probably the same fears. You know, I, I am concerned about the people that I love leaving, you mm-hmm. know, it's, um, it's a rude awakening. Life has become, I think, important in that. For me personally, I feel more vulnerable Mm
0: -hmm.
2: because I'm older. I feel much more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I try to say, okay, this is enough. No more head. Let's
3: think of something else.
1: Right. And I
3: try to change the thought process.
1: And that's when you
3: need a little bit of humor Mm -hmm. to come in to make it, that change, to make it Uh, a more positive moment. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think also, as you guys uh, indicate, just by your presence together, is that you need to maintain a social network, that sense of connection. Um, Yeah. Because I think that's one thing uh, I've talked about a bit in my my podcast about, um, you know, one of the things we learned from the pandemic is how important that social engagement was and that when people were um you know just in their apartments alone or their houses alone uh especially older people um it was really deadly in some cases
2: that's um, right
1: so you really need to maintain that kind of connection um
2: it's very important but well, who was it that said no man is an island who was right?
1: that
3: <laughs> you but who was that all well, the time <laughs> and i
2: could never remember that wasn't war whitman was it
1: I don't well believe... i'll look
2: it up after
1: yes well that's, that's
2: another that's... thing that happens as you get older i don't let things pass by if i don't know something i have to right away look it up
1: yeah well that's one of the things that's nice about our age is that it's like i'll just google it you know it's and true.
3: google is a wonderful thing yes yeah yeah so, to
1: right so folks unfortunately the time flies by i've had a great time talking with you um uh, I've enjoyed the show, and it was both uh, funny and enjoyable and informative. So um, uh, I, I just want to thank you for the show. And uh, again, if people uh, want to get in touch with you, or want to get uh, you know, get in touch with you, or uh, or get your book, uh, is are there, are there uh, better ways to get in touch with you through through a website or through your emails yeah. or what?
3: They could just email us at info i n f o okay. at over 60 shades of gray all written out gray is mm-hmm. spelled with an a.com. Okay.
1: okay. Um,
3: and we do have a website. Okay. Is that the website? Yeah.
2: The website. No. wwwover dot. 60 shades of gray.com
1: oh, gray with dot right. Y.com. Correct.
2: Correct. And right. 60 spelled out. Right.
1: <laughs> Got it. Okay, good. So, um, once again, folks, um, uh I, 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 and also you I would just want to mention you, you guys are on Facebook and LinkedIn so people can connect with you there, right?
2: Not on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook.
1: Oh, Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Very but good. But if you
2: like, we'll we'll, we'll go into LinkedIn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you. That's Okay, thank you
2: anyway. so much for having us.
1: Okay. So folks, be sure to join me next Monday, 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time. When I'll be talking with Rona Loschak and Natalie Karp, two experts who will provide us with an indispensable primer on long-term care insurance, a critical option for paying for long-term care, uh, which two-thirds of older adults will need in some form as they age. So folks, until then, keep moving forward, 45 forward. Yeah.